opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Hallways Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. It's December 30th, our last show of the year. Dave, how you doing out there on the wet coast? I am doing absolutely fantastic. How are you, Mr. Hedger? I'm doing quite well. Um, I think we got a good show lined coast. up here. Pardon me? I think we got a good show lined up here. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's the last week of the year. It is. It's the last couple uh, days of the year. You know what? It's also the last couple days of the decade. This mournful, crappy, awful decade. Oh, I'm so glad to see it gone. <laughs> so you're, you're, uh, you're optimistic for 2011, then? No, it depends. Not entirely. Actually, I think... I think um, I think we got a couple more years of pain economically uh, and a little bit of drift socially before we uh, before we even out in a couple of years. But um, the conditions for 2011 look a lot better than the conditions for 2010. I'll tell you that much. Really? Because um, um, you know what? I, I I'm surprised to hear you say that because after last week's show, I thought we were in for fire, brimstone, and Armageddon. Uh, you know, with that net neutrality thing, but uh, but good. I'm glad you're optimistic. Well, we are in for fire, brimstone, and Armageddon. Anyone who thinks that the web that they're operating on today is going to be the same as the web they're operating on at the end of next year, or the, or the web we're operating on in a decade from now, is sorely mistaken. Um, but we're marketers. We're we're entrepreneurs. We're adaptable. We um, are. I do see a um, the 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 web going the same way that radio and television went. Um, I think that corporate control of the web is all but complete. Um, and that the, that the barrier for entry, you know, guys like us, if we were trying to get into the industry today, just to break in, we'd have a much more difficult time. Now, I mean, that's, that's great for us established old farts, but I like having a dynamic industry. I like having an industry where young people with, with a lot of talent and um, a lot of fresh ideas can seriously make a mark. And I think the barrier for entry for many of those people is going to be far higher in, in, in the coming years. But, you know, generally, yeah, I'm optimistic, but I'm generally an optimistic person. <laughs> you are indeed. Um, before we jump into today's show, looking ahead to 2011, I want to just sort of look back at some of the changes that have happened over the last decade, some of the big mega changes. In the year 2000, there was just over 6 billion people on Earth. A decade later, there's now 7 billion. 
-hmm. Over half of those people live in urban areas, where less than half of those people lived in urban areas at the beginning of the decade. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of the decade, in the year 2000, there was 360, 361 million web users. Today, there's about 2 billion, over a quarter of which have Facebook accounts. Right. Um, I think classmates.com was the uh, going social network in the year 2000. Now we have, um, well, now we have Facebook. People killed by natural disasters in the year 2000, 17,000 people. In 2010, 260,000 people. Economic loss from natural disasters. 38 billion in, in the year 2000, 222 billion in the year 2010. Price of crude per barrel on average, $28.23 in the year 2000, $64.97. And I believe it's going to be going well above 100 into, uh, into 2011. I don't know. I, I think these changes over a decade are fairly significant. Um, I think you're right. And I think we're going to see a lot more changes um, and happening a lot faster going into 2011. Well, that's, that's always the low of it now, isn't it? Um, it? It always just gets faster and faster, um, the, the speed of change. So, um, And I, I view that as a good thing. It's a good thing for our industry. It's exactly what you were, you were mentioning. Is it's, uh, it, it may be difficult um, for newer people, as it is with any industry, any established industry, for, for a newcomer to, to come in and, and, you know, all of a sudden start challenging, uh, you know, sort of the, the established corporations in that industry. But as things move more and more rapidly, I think this is presenting, and, and certainly we'll see this, we've been seeing it now, we'll see this accelerate through 2011 and, and through the, the coming decade, uh, is it's, it's not just about, gee, and can these people start challenging existing corporations and established um, you know, established areas. Um, past that is the areas are changing so rapidly. Um, you know, look at look at internet marketing uh, a decade ago versus where it is today. I mean, you were involved in it. It's changed enormously. So while it may be more difficult because the, the industry is getting more and more established, um, for a newcomer to come in and go, hey, I can I can challenge um, for for an existing segment of uh, of this industry. The industry is changing so rapidly. Who would have thought social media marketing was going to be as huge as it is? Well, you know, Patel comes along and, you know, boo, he, I mean, he, he, he accelerates and, and, and succeeds enormously in what was at the time that he entered it, a new niche. More and more of these things are coming up, entering into, into mobile paid ads and things like that. Like, there's, there's opportunities acceler are presenting themselves so rapidly. Um, I think newcomers into these industries don't have to challenge the existing companies. Just look around. There's a new thing coming up. So uh, I, I think there's there's plenty of opportunities coming up, and it's, it's going to be a really, really exciting time. Well, I'm definitely inclined to agree with that, um, the rise of the social media expert and, you know, the, the rise of the sham social media expert uh, in 2010 is, uh, it, it, it is a good example. There are, there's um, folks like uh, well, Lee Evans is a great, is a tremendous example of a true social media expert, someone who's, you know, devoted her, the last couple of years of her life to seriously studying Facebook, seriously studying Twitter, studying the effects of... Uh, a single Facebook post or the um, 
multiplier effect of, of what a single tweet can do. Um, and then there's the, the rise of the charlatans, much like we saw in SEO in uh, the, the, the middle part of the decade. Yeah. Um, I, th I think social media was the biggest change in 2010 and will continue to be one of the biggest changes going into uh, 2011. Uh, remember how it was four or five years ago after Google had fully commoditized, commodified links? Mm -hmm. We started getting into <laughs> link bait schemes, link bait headlines, link bait articles. Just general silliness <laughs> to attract as many links as possible. Yep. The new term in 2011 is going to be trust bait around social media recommendations, around, uh, you know, like social media profiles, review site profiles, etc. Yep, I agree. Um, the question is going to be, how do we as marketers use these tools, use social review sites, use the ability to uh, write a review for one of our clients in Google Places without abusing this, without creating... Um, a backlash situation like we saw with Google where every couple of weeks the value of links was jigged here or there. Um, how do we use social media to push referential trust towards our clients without fuck it or screwing up the whole environment? Well, and I mean, that's, that's the thing. And I mean, I think to answer that question and something that... Um you know, led to a lot of the problems you brought up links earlier, and it led to a lot of the problems there, is the short-sighted approach, and we're all seeing it, especially looking at, I mean, we can see it in the review uh, area right now, right? All of a sudden, Google Places is, um, you know, having much more impact. Great, we know it'll continue to. And then the explosion of, of reviews and fake reviews and this and that. I mean, you, it's blatant, um, and you can see it. Um, and you know there's going to be corrections there. And I think heading into into social media, you bring up a good point. Is it, it is important. It is going to have more and more importance. We know this for a fact. Um, so going in and, and, and having weighed in into the organic search and, and further than that even. So what do we do as marketers to react to that? And I think one of the short-sighted answers is going to be very, very similar to what we're seeing in the review space right now. Um, is spam. I mean, we saw it with links. I mean, they, it works. Short term, it will work. Um, but I think you and I as marketers, and hopefully a lot of our listeners, rather than going for that, you know, hey, quick shot at things, um, we'll really start to look at it and approach it um, from the angle of what should work, right? I mean, and, and people who did that with links back in, you know, 2003, 2004, succeeded long term. Yes, spammers won early on. You know, we all remember the Florida update. But um, you know, long term, the people with good strategies who thought ahead and went, what does Google mean to do? Um, and I think that's what we're going to have to look at when we're looking at how to utilize social media. I mean, it's fantastic for its own traffic sources, but how to utilize it to enhance um, your search um, results and things like that, because we know that the engines are going to be taking this into account. Okay, what's in their best interest? How can it be gamed? Um, and how can we do that legitimately? How can we create an environment where we're getting legitimacy? And it, it's the same as links, you know, heading into the link, real link bait and things like that. How do I architecture something um, that will produce the positive effect um, that fits with the long-term goals of the search engines? And I think that's really one of the questions we're going to have to ask ourselves. Through 2011, there may be some spam that wins early, same as we're seeing in Google Places, but long-term, how do we architecture the environment for a client's um, that creates a, a net positive result um, for the search engines as well. 
you know what I'm really interested in seeing? I'm interested in seeing how Google and how Bing take social media recommendations and, and their accompanying advertisements mm-hmm. and move that into the mobile space. Um, matching up my social media profile with my mobile computing device, with my BlackBerry, with my iPhone. Yeah. Um, I'll be first prediction of the show. So anyone, anyone at home with a scorecard, you can write this one down. I think we're going to see um, Bing take the lead on this. I know that Google really wants to, but I don't think Google has has the alliances. In the industry right now, that that Bing has to no, you're right. integrate signals from your social media profile into the display advertising and the push advertising that's going to be happening over your mobile device. I think we're going to see the genesis of that in 2011. I, I think you're right, and I mean, uh, I've said it before on our show. I've said it multiple times through through 2010, and you know it. My very favorite. Um, search environment as a user, not not, not as, a, as a marketer, but as a user, is via Facebook. And I think that, that just really supports your, um, your prediction there is Microsoft and Bing are in a fantastic spot for the win here on that, that wonderful amalgamation of, of technologies between social and mobile. Um, as long as they can make um, the, the, the true launch into mobile um, that they want, obviously, and I mean, you know it, I know it, um, Google has, and so does Apple, has a big jump on them in these areas as far as having, um, you know, a broader distribution of their technology into mobile. Um, but, I mean, I think the, the, the connection between Bing uh, and Facebook, and I think this is what you're referring to, gives them a, a huge advantage on that integration into social. Um, what I'm going to feel sorry for, and I think you can predict this one too, this may be more a 2012 prediction is, um, I think they'll do great. I think they're going to be a leader. We watched Ask Be a Leader too, um, wow. and we all remember what it got them. And we know that you know if, if they if they pioneer some great new technology, we all know Google's interested. We all know the, we know who's probably going to win this one in the long term. But I think you're right. I think through 2011, um, we'll be watching Bing as the pioneer well, into this technology. I'm not. So, you know what? I would normally agree with you. Straight up on this because I mean, like it's it's a Bing it's a Bing slash Yahoo production, so of course they're going to screw it up. But <laughs> right now, the mood in the valley, the mood with developers is screw Google. Google's just going to come and try to eat our lunch anyway. And if we want to be innovative and if we want to have a product to show five years from now, we can't work with Google because they're just you know they're going to screw us. So let's not work with them at all. And we saw this with Groupon. We've seen this repeatedly with Facebook. We're seeing this with Apple. Um, Apple and Google are now going head-to-head in the mobile market. Um, they ain't working together. And, again, this, this, I get this sense that though Google's the, the behemoth on the block, it's also the odd man out when it comes to cooperative development. So as long as Facebook is eating our, our attention spans... You know, you know what the number one search on Google... This must be galling to, 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 to the folks at Google, too. You know what the number one search on Google was this year? What's that? Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> people, people going to Google, typing in Facebook, and they're clicking on, on the link Google provides them instead of just going into the, into the, the, the address bar and typing in Facebook.com. So as long as Facebook keeps eating our attention... 
we spend far more time as, as computer users on Facebook than we have on any other website ever developed. Um, Google is a get in, get your information, get out application. Facebook is a walled city. So as long as we're spending time there, that's where the energy and the action is. But Facebook doesn't want to work with Google. Facebook has shown willingness to work with Microsoft, with Bing. So normally I'd agree with you, Dave, but this year I think um, I think Google's own arrogance has come back to bite them in the ass. Uh, you, you, you may be right. I'm not, I'm not going to rule them out on this one. I will for 2011. I will rule them out for 2011 as, as the winner. Um, so I think your prediction is, is accurate. I think long-term, um, they will, well, yeah, I, I think they will take it. I, I think losing Facebook is a, is a huge loss for them. Um, in in this one in this one area, in a lot of many areas, but certainly in this one area, um, I think what we may be discounting now. While Facebook is fantastic, um, while Facebook has a lot of information, um, Google does have the capacity to amalgamate larger swaths of information. So they don't have to necessarily their their technologies into mobile and their ability to connect multiple data streams. Yes, Facebook itself is is a huge win for Bing having access to that data. Um, you know, by Bing and, and by Microsoft for, for mobile certainly gives them a, a huge jump. Um, but Google can, can basically crawl whatever they, they may feel so inclined. They can pull their information from other sources um, and, and gather together much the same stuff. I mean, it, it could be as simple as um, starting to crawl, you know, produce a, an app for, for well, there is one, um, you know, Facebook apps for Android, pull this data as you're getting it. Now, you already know what this person, I mean, I'm sure you do. You probably access Facebook directly from your mobile. I know I do. Um, so if they've got the Android app and they're pulling this data, they don't, they don't need it from you on your desktop. They've got it from you on your mobile. Um, and they can use the same data to not produce the same ads, obviously, but to figure out themselves who are your friends. Who are you communicating with? What are your, your updates? Um, and, and use this data directly rather than having to indirectly pull it straight in from Facebook. They can just collect it themselves through their applica or through applications on, on their devices. So, Quite um, true. Quite true. I think long term. Uh, on, that, on that, Dave, it's 22, yep. 23 minutes after the hour. We've got to take a quick break. Um, but I want to come back with one of your predictions. That all sure, good? Sure, I'd love to. Okay, friends, you're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. It's the 30th of December, 2010. Stay tuned. Back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. 
turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use EngineReady's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Rock the world with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the last show of the last week of the last, well, the last month of the whole damn decade. Dave, what do you see coming up next year? Um, obviously, there's, there's a lot of stuff coming up, but one of the things that I think is going to be a, a, a sort of we're seeing it now, but a more breakthrough technology um, in through 2011 um, is a further move probably spearheaded by Google, probably, I'll say, 99.9% likelihood, spearheaded by Google, um, a bigger push into cloud computing um, and the mm-hmm. movement of applications um, off, of, um, off of the desktop um, and, and, and onto the web. Um, now, obviously, I, I think you probably have your personal opinions here on this one. I have my personal opinions here on this one. The idea of moving some of my core data um, you know, off of my off of my desktop uh, scares the heck out of me. <laughs> um, I don't like that idea uh, very much personally. Um, but we, I, I try to look at all of these technologies, and, and we're seeing more and more moves into it. I mean, we, we've all been seeing this. You know, Google Docs being the, the simplest um, example, Gmail being another great example. I mean, not Gmail. You know, sorry, with Hotmail. No, no Gmail is cloud computing. Absolutely, Gmail was one yeah. of the first great examples. Well, indeed, and I mean, you know, going back even before that into Hotmail, all these sort of things, but the, this movement off now, of course, that scares the heck out of me. I like my data, mine, um, but then at the same time, I, as an SEO who likes to protect his client base, um, you know, has certain opinions about, say, handing my client list and planting it into Google Docs. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a paranoid human being. Um, love Google Docs. It serves its specific functions. Have Gmail accounts, but um, you know, for, would, would I use this as a, as a as a core of business? No, I wouldn't. I do use Google no, Calendar. But, however, let me ask you a quick question: Do you use Salesforce? No, I don't. Okay, um, well, sa- Salesforce, one of the most but, popular um, customer relation management soft pieces of software out there. Hundred percent <laughs> cloud computing. You know what? And and I mean, we use Basecamp. Similar similar thing. Um, mm-hmm. 
for, 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 for a backend you know, client management. And you're right, it is. It is cloud computing. Um, you know, so there's certain convenient. aspects. There's there's certain aspects I keep out, but here's why I'm I'm pretty sure that it will be getting gaining larger and larger acceptance is is really twofold. One, you and I aren't the norm, and our listeners aren't the norm, and this is something we always have to remember, right? Just because I wouldn't do something, doesn't mean my grandmother wouldn't. Doesn't mean my dad wouldn't, right? I mean, does, does is my grandmother overly worried about her country music list that she's writing up into a word document getting picked up by Google and crawl? No. She's not. It's not a client list of SEOs. <laughs> so this is this is a very very different thing. So the the mass population, I think, is either completely clueless on the inherent privacy concerns to, to touch on a subject I know that's that's near and dear to your heart of handing all of this data over to a third party. Um, you know, and, and at the same time, just the, the convenience aspect, and I think one of the big things that's going to be a win for Google and a big push for Google is what holds Microsoft up? Well, indeed. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about cloud computing and Google, we, I call this um, Operation Screw Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's, that, 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 that's half of Google's push into um, cloud computing is a direct... Um, challenge to micro to the two main underpinnings of Microsoft's business. Yeah. Chrome uses the internet as the operating system. Uh, your version of like say Windows uh, Vista or Windows mm-hmm. XP. And um, well, obviously Google Docs is the productivity suite. So in two ways, Google is is challenging the two main pillars of Microsoft's business. Will they be successful or not? Well, who knows? Because we also see Microsoft moving towards cloud computing. Well, and a good move, good move on Microsoft's part. Now, the disadvantage I think we're going to see Microsoft have here is that what they charge, um, you know, for for their various software packages, many of which very very solid pieces of software, but what they charge is their bread and butter. Whereas Google will, will offer it for free. You cannot build a a cheaper computing machine than a dummy terminal that's only purpose is to connect um, that Google can basically produce and go it, it, you don't you don't need a hard drive right? you, you don't need anything here go now I'm a gamer so, that's certainly not so, going to so, suit me very so well so nobody Google's <laughs> doing this do you see um, a movement towards rise of uh, well basically closed gardens like Facebook is Google making that move as well I think no. we are going to see that um, I mean, in a different way, because one of Google's big things is their sort of open, they're, they're, they are the access point to the world, right? That is what they, they serve as. Um, but, I mean, you know, uh, well, I think we're, we're going to sort of talk ourselves through a, through a circle here. Um, I don't think Google can do this. We kind of touched on this conversation about, was it two, three weeks ago? Uh, well, we, I'm we thinking about Google TV, their, their initiative to um, become your entertainment hub as well as your information hub. Sorry, I missed just that. You cut out just Sorry, the last I'm, part. I'm thinking about Google TV. Now, I know yeah. there's been pullback on Google TV in the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah. They were having a hard time getting the networks interested in cutting their own throats. And um, they are having um, hardware issues. However... I see Google moving towards trying to, and they've been doing this for years, through their um, 
you know that you have one common password at Google, like Google for uh, Google um, for YouTube, for Google Analytics, for Gmail. It's one common password. Yeah. And these are all loyalty products. You become loyal to Gmail. Um, you become loyal to Google Analytics. You become loyal to your Google account. Heck, you become loyal to Google TV. My question is, is Google replicating Facebook's move to create a walled garden environment? No, it's, you know, I mean, it's a really good way of looking at it. That's, that's an interesting perspective on it, um, it is to sort of semi-create this in the guise of openness. And I mean, how many times have we yeah. seen, um, you know, in the guise of democracy, <laughs> you, know, um, you know, the core you know, the... the, the, the the circle closes, and uh, and you become just more and more reliant on, on this fixed set of things. I don't think Google will be able to quite accomplish that the way you know other companies could. Um, if Yahoo, say, was in the same position as Google is um, now, as far as Yahoo Search in, in the same dominant position, I think they would almost be in a better position. Their content network is, is fantastic. Like their, their information that they can provide is... Is, is is much broader. Um, yeah, you know, even uh, even Bing at this point could pull it off better. Except that Bing is you know Microsoft, and they need to be selling you know operating systems, and they need to be selling office suites and things like that. So they they couldn't really pull it off. But their deal with Facebook would almost more facilitate that. Um, whereas Google, I think, will be doing this walled garden, but more related to services specifically. Right, where they'll, they'll close in and go, we will be everything you need to sit at your computer. Everything you could possibly want, we've got it. And best of all, it's absolutely free. Um, so, I mean, yeah, in that area, they will be the walled garden. They're just going to, to continue to grow and provide every, every access point that you have between you and your computer will be through them. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them become a, a much more major player in, in the gaming industry and, and things like that as, as you know, we head further and further into the decade. Um, because they're going to have to be, because that's the real shortcoming of cloud computing. Including <laughs> cloud computers is their, their, their gaming Capabilities. Well, um, I, I'll throw I'll throw in say World of Warcraft into the mix. Now I'm not a World of Warcraft player. I think I've seen World of Warcraft once in my life, um, the new version. Yeah. Uh, but that's that is also a cloud system. Yes, yes, it is. And actually, one of my one of my kids plays it, and StarCraft too. Similar uh, similar kind of environment. Um, I mean, one could argue, and that you and I have have shot at each other many times, um, you know, years ago playing Battlefield 1942. And one could argue yeah. that that too um, is 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 sort of a marriage of online. I mean, you need it on your PC because you need the processing power of it um, and, and the hard disk space of it. But now, a game like that could be fully run because of of, of bandwidth capabilities and because of processor speeds. Now, it could be fully run online. Now. And, and a good example exists. It's called Quake Live. If you remember, remember Quake, remember yeah, the the, sure the, the, very, the original first person shooter. Yeah. Well, it's the original popular one made by the same guys uh, who who made Doom ID Systems. Mm -hmm. They've moved it online. Go to QuakeLive.com if you're a Quake player. Get in on it. It's a it's a great little system. And of course, you know, one of the, of course they'll never be able to match um, what can be done on a. PC, I mean, heck, I've got, like, my video card's a whole year and a half old, and I'm starting to look at it going, oh, I need to get that, and, oh, well, maybe solid-state drives would be a good idea, right? I mean, <laughs> the gaming industry pushes 
um, technology forward much the same as um, the adult industry pushed forward bandwidth requirements. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's, it's, you know, and then YouTube followed suit and just made that a full, okay, now, you know, we can all suck bandwidth up openly. Um, right? That sort of angle. So, I mean, the, you know, each area has its pressure. I think we'll never hit a spot or, or it'll be a wave. I, you know, you can't say never and never may come three years from now for all I know with, with, with the speed that, that things accelerate at. Um, but in the, the certainly through tw- as a 2011 prediction, I couldn't predict a game like Fallout New Vegas will be playable in a cloud computing environment just because of the pure raw power that it requires. Um, you know, when I have a system that's a year and a half old, eight gigs of RAM, quad core, um, you know, with a with a three hundred dollar video card, and, you know, it's kind of you know, well, well maybe I need to get a little bit out on uh, uh, on Fallout. Well, yeah, but I mean, I have the settings. You know, I mean, it's it's all those settings, right? If I want to play it at its absolute maximum, which I don't, um, because I can't. <laughs> find very interesting and this I think this 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 uh, speaks towards our uh, our predictions for for 2011 and and moving forward into the next decade you and I both have deep SEO backgrounds right our show well you know it's it's about the web environment in general it tends to be about SEO Mm -hmm. we're 40 minutes into a show We've mentioned Google umpteen times. We've mentioned Bing a couple of times. We've giggled about Yahoo already. And you know what we haven't talked about? We haven't talked about <laughs> SEO at all. No, and I, I think it speaks volumes to what's coming in 2011. You know, it really does. Um, and I don't know, you know, and maybe we should take a break right now and launch in with not just maybe what are some of the predictions we would have for SEO, but why we haven't talked about it till now. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm dead on there with you. So, friends... We are going to take a break here on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's 20 minutes to the hour on 
Thursday, December 30th. Stay tuned. We'll be rounding out the show with some SEO predictions for 2011. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2011 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 28, 2011. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 2011 IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. SEO is like a roulette wheel, hoping that you put in the right meta tags and keywords on your page so that your site lands on the top spot. Don't just take the gamble. Go with the sure thing. The premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm. We can place the right keywords and messages from a 30-second spot to a 30-minute monthly special. Plus, we give you the banner ads, links, and placement to bring you more traffic from not just search marketing pros listening to our SEO channel, but from all of our listeners and podcasters searching for you. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOfox.com. That's SEOfox.com. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Web to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. We're going to be talking that old roulette wheel of search. Um, did you hear that last commercial? I'm sorry, I got problems with it. It's, it's not titles and tags. It's, 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 What's wrong with it, Jim? There's content and links and site structure and server architecture and, you know, a whole bunch of actual real thought that goes into it. And, Jim, I understand uh, that, but you know what? Let, let's I just know, break it down, I okay? Know, 30 seconds. It's a 30-second commercial to influence people to go ahead and maybe sponsor us. Sponsor the WebmasterRadio.fm network, shows like yours, because you know what? A lot of people need SEO help. There's a lot of SEO companies out there that we see, and we're just telling them, hey, Look, you heard that commercial. You get to fill that place. 
You could be right there, so we don't have to play the roulette wheel of SEO anymore. I heard poor Danny's heart crack in half while listening to that commercial. That's what I heard, and I heard the, the screams coming from Newport. It was I, produced. The script was approved. Get over I'm, it, Jim. I'm just, I'm just screwing around, George. You know me. I'm just having. I'm just having. My I kid because I love. Yeah, I know. No problem. Anyway. Oh, be, belated happy Boxing Day, by the way. Oh, I had a very fun Boxing Day. I did absolutely nothing. Best thing one should do on Boxing Day. There's two, there's two kinds of people in Canada. Those who wake up at 3 in the morning to stand in a freezing cold lineup to save $100 on a big widescreen television and those of us who sleep off are drunk the next day. I'm of the latter camp. <laughs> I had a great Boxing Day. Okay. As right. we said earlier, we've gone three quarters of the show and we haven't even talked about SEO. Not once. Which is weird for a couple of people who eat, think, drink, and sleep SEO. Um, but Google has been, uh, well, Google's been moving away from pure search. It's been rearranging have- its, uh, it's rearranged its search engine results page, what, four or five times last year, Dave? Mm-hmm. Um, I, each re- I know. <laughs> each rearrangement presenting new challenges and uh, moving the compilation of results a couple steps further away from the pure SEO that that, that I practice and that, that um, you know that we cut our teeth on. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm gonna if I had to give a prediction, I mean th- this was the year. I guess going this isn't so much a prediction. Um, where last year, um, where 2010, we really saw Google um, toying um, with some new technologies, toying in ways to personalize and localize um, and improve on your experience. Um, I think through 2011, we're going to see a lot of the fine tuning of that methodology. I mean, we we've all seen. I mean, you have, I have, our clients have um, the the failings of their attempts. Now. That's not calling what Google's trying to accomplish a failing. Um, you know, the, the recent one is, is the skewing of results and not always for the best um, with Google Places integration into the SERPs. Um, I, but I applaud them for their efforts, and I think once they fine-tuned it, we're actually going to be in a, in a superior environment. Now, where that causes, you know, classic SEOs such as, as, as you or, or, or that I consider myself to be, um, some headaches is it, frig, well, what you see is different than what I see. That's a disaster. <laughs> the metrics go out the window. Uh, the, the typical metrics, the, I've run a ranking report here. See those green arrows up? Good. <laughs> um, you know, so, so now you won't call and complain. Well, now, now, now we rely made. on green numbers in Google Analytics. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what? And at the end of the day, it isn't that really what matters. It's really great to be able to show, and I mean, I, I rely on them, and it, it, it causes a new mindset. It's, it's really great to be able to go, and here's your ranking report. See, hey, we did that thing uh, that, that we said we would do. Um, but it's funny, because at the same time, I've used the example um, when talking to clients, I go, you know what, if it would double my sales, I'd be happy on page four. Right? I mean, the, the, the end goal actually isn't your position. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can have a good, we've all seen it, fantastically ranking sites that suck for conversions. Well, at the end of the day, they still go bankrupt. Um, right? So I think we're not just, are, are we going to see a, a more broad approach? Um, and I think in, in some ways this is going to change the way not just you and I, but the, the 
variety, the, the, the peppered variety of different aspects that people need to take, I, I find it, it's going to be increasingly difficult for agencies to be able to accurately and, and properly manage all the different segments that are required. I think we're going to start to see a lot more working together in our industry of different types of agents, social media working with a pay-per-click company, working with a, a classic organic company, working with, you know, Tim over at Site Tuners to get, you know, the conversions up and, and more of an amassing of different brains um, to make this happen. I've certainly watched it happen over the last three to six months with my own company working a lot more with other agencies, um, making sure that, you know, yeah, well, we've hired Tim for a few clients, right, to come in and go, okay, we're not conversion experts. We'll get them ranking. You make their site function, right? <laughs> you, you make it convert. We'll, we'll, we'll get a ranking. We'll get them the traffic. Well, when that traffic becomes less reliable, now we're having to start to take on other things and go, okay, we need to focus a lot more on local and run our tests there. But it's so new into the, into the organic results um, that it's, it's really a waiting game, right? It's like, well, is this where it's going to land? No, it's not. They've just started toying around with it, and there's problems with it. So what's actually going to happen? Um, we have to sit and wait. But I think we're going to see a lot of fine-tuning. I think we're going to see a lot more of this stuff that, the, you know, to go back in time a little bit, like the one-box type environments where we're going to see these integrations more and more um, that we are where we're seeing Twitter and we're seeing, you know, more integration of uh, just in the search results with video feeds coming in and this and that. Well, as they're collecting more data, I think we're going to see more and more of these things pack in there. And then as they go more into understanding what we're doing on mobile, as cloud computing gets more invasive, uh, or pervasive, I guess I should say, um, we'll start to collect more and more data. They'll get to understand me a lot better um, and start tailoring things a lot more to to individuals. And I think where this will become a disaster isn't just where right now they're kind of limited into going, hey, Dave clicked on this site, so let's show that site higher when, when Dave's there again. But if I run a, completely, uh, a query completely different than anything I've ever run before, um, then it shows the generic. I mean, this is, thank goodness for us as, as typical SEOs. But once their sophistication gets high enough and once we're all logged in all the time, or at least most of the time, understanding, do I look for information? Do I, look for vi- do I like to watch videos? What kind of searches do I go and click the video results for? As their sophistication in that area gets in and as we're logged in more and more and as their tie to my phone becomes stronger and stronger, uh, I think we're going to see Google's personalized sets um, and we're seeing we saw this move through 2010, but I think it's going to take take off to to the nth degree through 2011. I'm inclined to agree. Now, you said something earlier. You see about uh, agencies working with um, other agencies with with different um, expertise. Mm-hmm. That makes me wonder. I, I, when I think about Google and compiling rankings, I try to think down um, four or five meta lines of thought. Um, and as I was saying to Nebraska earlier, there's content, there's um, there's titling, there's server structure, there's a uh, uh, site architecture, etc. Now the big thing that that's come up with with uh, SEO year after year after year is content. Yep. This is what Google's ranking. Google's trying to choose the best content to match um, the individual searcher's query or history of queries. I was reading, I, I, I think it was at Search Engine Land, it could have been at Search Engine Watch, and I'm sorry, I can't remember the author's name, it was over a week ago, um, an article about demand media, and how Google is going to be treating factory content much harsher in the coming years. Mm-hmm. 
what do you think about that? How do um, we have this proliferation? Uh, we have a continued proliferation of made for AdSense websites and yeah. made for advertising websites, much of it being populated by um, factory content. How do you see Google treating the factory farms? Um, I think it's going to get, I think the prediction is right. I, I think Google's detection systems, and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to suck to be the few that they get called um, you know, in, incorrectly here. Um, nice timing to bring that up. I just got a call, and I, I won't list who it was from, um, but from a site um, where they had just lost an entire network based on content just like that. And not only did they lose that network, they lost sites that that network was sort of built to help reinforce, let's say, um, from, from a link aspect. So interesting timing you bring that up. It was very obviously done using automated systems. Um, they had done actually quite a bright, like when I, I had nothing to do with its development, but when I was kind of looking through it going, okay, is this really your problem? And it was pretty clear that that was the problem. Um, that while very, very well done, um, that the content was machine generated, that it was, you know, I mean, in its origin, it was obviously a well written copy. They did a really good job of, of duplicating this copy and making it look unique and actually reading decently well. I mean, I, you know, wouldn't, it's not converting copy, that's for sure, but decently well. Um, and yet the, the entire thing got brought down. It is getting worse and worse as sort of, as you call it, machine generated content, which you could even say, you know, can be human edited, you know, human written, but just in a, you know, Bring it in, churn it out, kind of, kind of. Oh, way. And, and lowest common denominator. Um, well, so. indeed, indeed. Um, and I think we are going to see all of that copy get penalized. And the thing is, um, is is rightfully so. It's it's not to me at least. It's not about mass. And we know that Google is looking at things like stick time. So it sort of becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. If I'm attracted to your site and your copy sucks. And, and, I, and, and you somehow ranked temporarily, and I went to your site, and I saw this absolutely horrendous copy. How long am I going to stay there for? Well, you got me for 10 and seconds. How useful is the website? So how useful is the website? I click my back button, I pick somebody else, and I'm there for, for a while. Well, Google doesn't have to even crawl to go, your copy is, is horrible. I mean, they could build you know, semantic systems to, to pick that up. I'm sure they've got many of them in place right now. But at the end of the day, the user will tell them. So if Google goes, hey, you know, here's Dave visiting my site. Fortunately, we've got cloud computing, so I'm monitoring everything he's doing right now. Hey, he just clicked through here, which they can tell whether I'm, I'm logged in or not, and then go, hey, Dave's back. Again, they can tell that whether I log in or not. It's been seven seconds. Wow, you know that how was they, bad. You know how they used to do that? Yeah. You remember, remember oh. the days where, where Google put a whole bunch of stock in an open directory listing? <laughs> yep. No, they did that because there was live human editors at the right. open directory. And so a live human, uh, a, a trained human editor had looked at this website, determined it worthwhile, worthy of being in the ODP, and, you know, thus promoted it to, uh, to a directory listing. Yeah. Well, Google doesn't really have the, the open directory project anymore, though they still accept the quarterly data feed from, from or data dump from ODP. They're not putting very much stock in an ODP listing, thank goodness. Well, yeah, but, otherwise anything built in the last four years is irrelevant or something like that. Uh, well, uh, the Open Directory has been fairly irrelevant since, you know, yeah. AOL took it over and threw it in the back corner. Right. Um, but ODP's inventor, Richard Screnta, has come up with another search tool, another human-edited search tool this year, called Blacko. Remember Blacko? 
Um, <laughs> I was waiting for that. I know. I love. I, I love Richard. You did it. Thank you, Richard. You gave me the word blackout. Um, another prediction: Google's looking for allies. Google's looking for people doing interesting, innovative things, and Google is looking for authenticity. I bet you, being in Blacko will help in 2011 with your ranking at Google. You know what? That's nope. a pretty decent prediction. Yep. Don't know this. Nothing. No evidence out there, except that I know that Richard has deep relationships in Mountain View, and that Google needs another ODP, and the ODP ain't there no more. Well, I mean, you know, the thing is, is when we're trying to predict the future, as you know, as I do, when we're dealing with especially organic search and what will Google do, all we can do is look to their patents to, to give us some key and look to what should help, right? I mean, nobody knows. I don't even think there's one individual at Google who could come up. Matt Katz couldn't come up and go, here's exactly the formula, right? I mean, you know he can't. Um, and fair enough, nobody knows it. And then the SEO who pretends, and, and we all remember the champ, um, who pretends <laughs> to know um, all the factors exactly as they as they should be, is a liar. So all we can I do is we look see and him go, again. I miss him. This hurt? I Pardon miss me? the champ. I hope we see him in 2011. So much. <laughs> we need another SEO champ. Well, I'll, and I'll bet he will attest to the fact that there's an additional two factors that have come into play since... Uh, since he made his bold claims. Uh, oh, yeah, he, he had supper with them the other day, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. we got we to gotta move quickly. We got maybe three minutes on the outside left. Um, okay. Google's no longer, Google's dropped its Wi-Fi plans. We know that mm -hmm. already. It's not going to Wi-Fi mm -hmm. San Francisco. It's not possible. Uh, too many technical limitations, too many political limitations. Instead, it's going to wire entire cities. Um... That's going to be interesting to watch, and they haven't chosen which city is, is first to be wired yet. We have no predictions on that. But what I do predict is the outcome of Google, of Google wiring a city will, um, well, will we'll say a lot for their plans in 2012. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It, it definitely will. Um, and I think we can all agree, if you're trying to collect data... <laughs> Indeed. Actually, the controlling ISP. those ones and zeros and, and sniffing them all. Yeah. Well, be the go. ISP. That's Google's new rule. Be the ISP. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I, I don't think that their um, their wireless will be completely out. Like, we know it's it's on the back burner. I never rule stuff like that out. It's not possible. Technically, it, 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 it don't work. There's too much interference, and wireless covers too small an area. It just. In, from an engineering perspective, it can't work. You need a repeater yeah. on every uh, streetlight, and those repeaters will start interfering with each other. See, but that's where I go today, right? And I mean, we all know uh, processing power three years from now will be four times what it is right now, right? I mean, um, you know, the abilities of new technologies may well um, change the entire landscape that we've got in front of us here. But we can debate that in our going into 2012 show. We may have to because we're down to one minute here on Webcology, the last show of the year. Uh, Dave, anything insanely controversial? Anything amazingly crazy going to happen next year? I got one. Do you got any? Um, I got nothing crazy for people. I will warn, going back into historical patterns based on what we've heard here, um, next week should be interesting if you have uh, organic rankings or have been working over the last few months. 
to attain yeah, organic no, rankings on no. Google next week should be interesting. Okay, here's mine. Watch the big companies in SEO. One of them's going down. Um, nice. I got a good idea who it is. I ain't saying just yet. But um, one of the big boys is uh, leaving the industry this year. Uh, not happily. Okay, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Um, well, from us and everyone who works on Webcology, have a great new year. Be safe. Don't do anything outrageously stupid. And if you do do something outrageously stupid, do it in a safe place. Um, love you all. Looking forward to talking to you next year. Happy New Year's.